0: Welcome to handbags at dawn the show that embraces nay celebrates the baggage physical and emotional that we all lug around We are your hooked on handbags hosts charlotte edmonds and jessica johnson for nine years i worked at psycho tv flexing my inventive muscle as senior creative after starting out with a rather lovely stint in radio i now work freelance with new clients develop tv ideas work as a voiceover artist raise two gorgeous children and of course allow a proportion of time to panic about all of the above I've never felt so relaxed. I'm a writer and journalist, mother of two, with many faces.
1: A serious one when working on the broadsheets, a stylish one for the world of fashion, and a smeared-in-peanut-butter
0: one when at home, with or without the kids. To make a Handbags at Dawn episode. First, locate one handbag. Any size will do. The key thing is to fill it to capacity, even if you only need one-third of the contents. Two, find a conversation-worthy item within, and C, discuss this item until you're forced by an interruption to stop. Repeat as necessary until your time runs out. The podcast running time, you understand, not life in general. (laughs) This is the one where we pass on and pass on mother's wisdom, bubble over about kids' parties and mix it up with French fashion faux pas. Now, like a two-year-old stealthily tiptoeing from their bedroom to yours
1: at 3.45am, here creeps the always surprising handbag.
0: (laughs) So, Jess... It's time for the first fumble in the bag. Let's get her out. You do the honours. Let's have a look.
1: Oh,
0: oh, look, look at that. It's a beautiful Mother's Day card from my little girl. And it's got a picture of me inside. It's the first picture that she ever drew of a person. And as you know, a person is someone who is a circle with a great big smile. And four prongs, which are (laughs) meant to resemble arms and legs. Did you get something similar? I I did. My prolific artist daughter produced, I think, about
1: 25 Mother's Day cards for me. Were you sort of suitably spoiled on Mother's Day, Charlotte?
0: I have to say, I actually was. It was really nice. I had that lovely lion, which basically means you hide in your bed and look on your phone. (laughs) <laughs> Love that. Yet yeah, I was suitably spoilt. I had prosecco for breakfast and smoked salmon and scrambled eggs. They know that Mummy didn't want carbohydrates on Mother's Day, but Mummy did want Lindor. Oh,
1: very good, very good.
0: This is the extent of my diet. It makes no sense, but it's a diet, and that's fine. How did you spend Mother's Day? Well, my Mother's Day was actually hijacked
1: by my son's second birthday. In between the kind of rummaging around, um, ripping open scooters, Spider-Man outfits and lots and lots of Lego, I got, yeah, I got a few little gifty things and then we went off to the Natural History Museum and, you know, spent the day roaring at dinosaurs, so... Yeah, it wasn't quite
0: what I maybe had in mind for Mother's Day, but it was lovely nonetheless. My kids were so gorgeous. I I loved my morning. It was just lovely. And they said to me at the end, did you enjoy that? And I went, I loved it, darling. And they went, can you do the same for us on Children's Day? (laughs) And I informed them, Children's Day is every day. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what it is all about, though, isn't it? Really, yeah. it is. It's about the, we're mothers because we got kids. Yeah, exactly. They birthed us as well. They made us mothers. <laughs> You're right. So we should be celebrating we should. them. I always think on birthdays people should celebrate mothers because they went through the hardship. Let, let's be honest. Yeah,
1: I've always thought this. In fact, this reminds me of the uh, Mother's Day card that my brother got my mum, which
0: said, um, "Congratulations, mum." on giving birth to a legend. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his worth, which I like. Yes. I took the moment to reflect on whether I am, in fact, turning into my mum, and I ascertained that I am, her, which is something that I have thrown at me in arguments. You're turning into your mum and I used to find that scary. Now I go, yes, I know it's good, isn't it? She always wins in arguments too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like the way it's sort of seen as a as a negative thing. There are women out there who unfortunately have had a kind of, you know, difficult relationship with their mother, but my mum is amazing and I would be thrilled to be turning into
0: her. And you know that even if you don't actually become her, Her example will set you on the right path eventually. As an aside, I have a friend who made an actual path with her bare hands. (laughs) Wow! I know. Wow! It's on a coastal path. She showed me. We walked on it. It's real. I bet
1: her hands
0: are not baby soft. They
1: definitely need a bit of uh, bit of hand cream after that. I should think. How are your hands? Pretty gnarly. I've got to be honest. I've actually just felt them splitting as I as I grabbed the microphone. (laughs) It's always a good damn you, winter
0: god damn you lifestyle i have this thing when i pull when i put my hand into my child's tights to turn them the right way out it just snags all the way down on my fingers and i go who is this old (laughs) hag who is dressing my child when did i become so unsmooth
1: i know it's i think when you started washing up um 155 times
0: a day i reckon that's when it happened for me anyway the only thing that you can do is use norwegian formula oh
1: like the one that the old fishermen use
0: yeah, yeah and you know those old fishermen they look great and so i bet that when they're out
1: there with the way with the rain battering them down as they're grabbing onto the ropes for dear life <laughs> trying to save themselves from flying overboard that they're yelling out to sven down below deck Grab my hand cream, sweat <laughs> <spine. laughs> My hands are feeling far too
0: gnarly. <laughs> what was that accent? I think it was spot on <laughs> What you just described rather brilliantly Is exactly how I feel every day Like I'm firefighting So that's, I want, I want cream hurled at me I don't want it smoothed on me with plinky plunky music I want dollops of the stuff Actually, in terms of beauty regimes Did you learn anything from your mother? Was there any worldly advice on how to preserve your looks That you got from her? Yes, basically cover
1: yourself in makeup all the time. And she does, she swears by it. And I have to say, her skin is fantastic. And the two tips she's given me for why her skin looks really good is because she had started having kids really young, so she said she then never had time to lie in the sun. Um, and also, she's always worn loads of makeup, and she swears that that's what's protected her skin. So, yeah,
0: those would be my definite two top tips from my mum. My mum looks incredible. So I'm trying to think of her beauty advice. Always wear heels. Always wear heels, even if they're not appropriate, even if you're on the beach. I have to say that you, I know
1: you have taken that to heart because you did actually put a picture of yourself on the beach in heels last year. I will never forget it. It was amazing the number of comments that came up to that picture as you frolicked on
0: the beach in heels. I mean, that was impressive. Some people see heels as restrictive. I see them as a little bit like a big football boot it sort of digs you into the terrain. <laughs> it makes you more <laughs> secure. But you know, everyone wears those... They used to, not now. Back in, like, ten years ago, everyone used to wear MBTs. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. oh it'll tone up your buttocks. Oh, it'll make everything good. No, no. heels. No. I put it to you. Doesn't matter about the, the tendon shortening. Don't worry about that. <laughs> My mum also explained to me that you should always overdress for every circumstance. So I'd go off when I was a teenager to go and spend the night somewhere. And she'd always go, have you packed something nice? Okay, well now I'm going to go and slob around at my mate's house. Well, you never know where you're going to be going this evening. And wouldn't you hate it if you couldn't go because you didn't have the right outfit? Always pack something fabulous just in case. And she's so right. That reminds me of
1: one of my mother's refrains to my sister and I when we were growing up you know a lot of mums would always be telling their daughters not to wear so much makeup and would be telling them to take the makeup off no my sister and i would come downstairs and my mum would say just oh go on darling just go and put a little bit more eyeliner on yeah you know i think she was doing me a favor
0: It was meant lovingly. (laughs) Again, it's honest advice. Honest advice. If you think it, say it. (laughs) That's the other reason. That's the main reason I'm turning into my mother. I don't think before I speak. I speak and then I'm surprised at what I've said and I think, Oh, gosh, I must believe this. (laughs) If my mouth is saying it, it must be true. It must be true. (laughs) And she's exactly the same. And our conversations (laughs) when we're talking to each other, our eyes just get wider and wider as we both express opinions. We had no idea we had. (laughs) I do that. I've realised that actually when I'm talking to people,
1: I think that my eyes get bigger and bigger as I'm trying to express myself because then I suddenly notice them sort of mirroring me. (laughs) as theirs, are kind of staring at me in this kind of owly way. I'm doing it right now, actually. It's quite intimidating, but
0: I've got dry (laughs) eyeballs. I must be doing the same. Speaking. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off?
1: The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare. Care But we are. Nothing is off limits. So with that, I would like to kick off this week's tiredness competition. With my entry this week, I was so tired that I was trying to fish my contact lenses out of my eyes so I could put my glasses on, the the contacts needed to come out. And I'd rummaged around, fished them out, done all of that, and then just stuck them back in my eyes again. (laughs) And then I walked back downstairs again and was just like, my eyes still hurt.
0: (laughs) So yeah, that's my entry for this week, Charlotte. It's pretty good
1: Jess
0: I will counter your dryness with wetness (laughs) If you see what I'm saying I was so tired the other day After what was quite a stressful day You know when you just think I'm winning now I'm on the home stretch We've done bath They are smelling sweetly They're in their pyjamas We'll now look like a a miracle family Like you see in those magazines And we shall get into my bed I shall sit in the middle I'll have one child under each arm They'll be wearing white company pyjamas this was like tick box, tick box. Everything was going really well. Hashtag winning. Exactly. It was one of those moments. My youngest said, I'm really thirsty. Can I have, to have a drink? And said, of course you can, darling. I'm Mother Earth. Do what you like. And she um <laughs> So she grabbed she grabbed the massive pint of water next to the bed and because she was so relaxed, she grabbed the water <laughs> and lay back to drink it. <laughs> tidal wave to the face <laughs> <laughs> and, and she went oh! you know like <laughs> you do like the Norwegian fisherman
1: <laughs> asking for his hand cream <laughs> hand
0: me my formula <laughs> it was everywhere it was on my pillow i just changed the bedding again. again it was like a tick box fresh bedding destroyed Aww. my other child was a bit splashed my youngest child was screaming because this had been quite the shock and I instead of tumbling into a pile of tears found it so hysterically funny I couldn't breathe and I was laughing and laughing and it's that really fine line between hysterical laughter and hysterical tears. I had that and that's when I knew I was overtired. The fact that I had hiccups after hysterical laughter to me means that was a, t- a tired thing. I reckon you win this week. That oh no. One. I, the absent mindedness of your tiredness. I think you <laughs> might win. This is the most polite fight ever. I think you oh, yeah. should win. You should win. Let's call it you you win jess okay i'm handing it to you with your blurry eyes that are massive as you make this point <laughs> mommy bike and
1: with that that sounds like it's time to move on to the next item shall i take this one for the team
0: have a rummage hello bag the blighter won't come out <laughs> this oh plasticky what's this party bubbles <laughs> that's novel I think this signifies children's birthday parties oh yes the party bag bubbles are like some bizarre party ingredient that just gets things started for kids god wouldn't it be easy if that's all it took for adults you think about all these events organizers who have these extremely intricate planning that they have to do the venues the menu kids no bubbles Oh, party! (laughs) I don't care. If you throw in like a plastic hat, it blows their mind. I mean, literally,
1: you could have the most rubbish children's entertainer and if they've got a bubble machine with them, everything is forgiven and it's the best party ever.
0: How's your experience been as a mother of two with children's parties? Well, it's been a mixed bag, shall we say.
1: I've put on two birthday parties now. The first one we did for my daughter's third birthday And we did that ourselves and my God, it was stressful. So we completely went to town on this birthday. She turns up, is completely overwhelmed and terrified, cries when the cake comes out. And yeah, basically it was a bit bit of a disappointment. We had another party for her fifth birthday, which was actually genius because we shared it with a friend, halved the cost, halved the stress. When uh, when my friend forgot the pizzas, uh, when the kids were all sitting down waiting to eat, we were able to laugh about it. Whereas if it had been one of us dealing with it on our own, it would have been horrendous. So actually that would be my top
0: tip. Always share a party. How about you Charlotte? Previous generations in my family can't quite believe The extent to which parents stress, plan, spend on children's parties now. There's this pressure (laughs) that we put on ourselves. The kids aren't putting it on us. It's our own silliness. I had a party where I was the entertainer (laughs) and entertainment. And that was two hours of me shouting at other people's children. And I still feel bad about that. No, put that down. Where's the food? We hired Anna and Elsa for our party and God
1: love them they were making a killing for not an awful lot of effort I've got to say but it did seem to capture the girls' imaginations the boys were just happy to just chuck some balloons around in the background but yeah it is ridiculous you know what I also think a party is judged on these days is the quality of the spread for the parents it's not enough to just have really good party food for the kids there's got to be wine there
0: needs to be lovely uh, artisan crisps was that that why you found the No Pizza instance so amusing <laughs> at your own birthday party. <laughs> Was there wine involved? There there, there may have been. (laughs) I went to a party the other day and the parents' spread involved tomato, mozzarella and actual balsamic vinegar. Oh. I mean, it was astonishing. They'd baked a flan. A flan, you say? I say it. I say it again. They'd (laughs) baked a flan. And they'd also done a parents' cake. But this was just a very generous family. I went up to it. at the end and went, thank you, but seriously, did you have to do this two weeks before (laughs) (laughs) ours, Darling, we're cancelling everything. Here's one thing I do want to say about children's parties. There's a present table now. When I was a kid... you sat down and opened your presents when the friends were there and you could say thank you to them and so many kids actually go shopping and choose a lovely present for that friend and then they don't get to open it let's let the kids open their presents at the actual party, do you, what do you think is that mad? I, I think that's a bit
1: mad, I can just see hysterical tears as the children start fighting over who gets to play with the toy, not being able to keep up with who's bought what no, I, I foresee a, a disaster are with, we
0: are having a disagreement? I think we're
1: having our first handbags at
0: dawn disagreement charlotte actually no i i I say keep the present table your party's better than mine mine would be like okay everyone come open the presents for half an hour scrap for the next half an hour have some jelly and ice cream and then a pat on the head a little thing of bubbles and off home (laughs) 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 balsamic vinegar for the parents what's this dinner i'm eating it's crazy this is the sound of someone telling us we must have our next feel around Jess, would you like to? Oh, we'll do the honors. Ooh, crumbly, Ooh, slightly there. stale. This is a brioche. I think it's one of the funniest insults that I've ever heard. When there was a dispute between my friend and her son, she was saying no to something that he desperately wanted her to say yes to. And he turned around and went, Well, Mummy, you're just a big brioche.
1: <laughs> and... it's like overheard in Waitrose, isn't it? I read something the other day on that, where somebody said, What? No marinated artichokes? Is this East Berlin? <laughs> Um, No, what I was going to say was, um, so the brioche has sort of become the carbohydrate-based snack of choice, I think. Something that maybe didn't have quite so much sugar in it as a biscuit, so went for the brioche
0: instead. Um... Which potentially has exactly the same sugar and fat content, but somehow, because it's French, it has a little exclusivity. It's like, how could something that's French be bad? Absolutely, and why have we got this thing about... The French.
1: And as Brits, we are constantly being told that we're incredibly fat, we're incredibly vulgar, we don't dress very well. And what we need to be doing is looking over um, to our Parisian sisters and their Breton tops and their skinny legs and their children who don't throw food and getting all of our inspiration from them. I have to say, it kind of annoys me. Kristen's got Thomas, you know, beautiful. English, may I say, actress who is a major Francophile. She's a French husband, has lived there for years, blah, blah, blah. Um, but she had a real go at British women in this interview recently and was sort of basically saying that British women are, are always drunk and fat and going around in their miniskirts. And understandably, it's ruffled a few feathers. And this whole idea that British women don't dress well, I think, is ridiculous. Some of the most stylish women, I think, in the world, actually, are, are British and we're known for our more interesting fashion Sense, you know, it's not just all about our capsule wardrobe of Breton tops and trench coats.
0: I love Kristen Scott Thomas. I always think, okay, so they left that stuff in the interview. What did they take out? They obviously went with the absolute clangor of what she said, and maybe she's squirming. Maybe she, as we speak, is in the bath. She's in the <laughs> bath. I sometimes have a cringing bath. Do you ever have a cringing oh, bath? All the time. Oh god, you go in the bath and it's warm and you're alone. And you just go, oh no, and you think of all the <laughs> terrible things you said and how people possibly hate you. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) You know, So she could be at home in France, covered in brioche, worrying that the women of Britain hate her. Maybe she also said something lovely about British women that they decided not to put in because it wasn't such a good story. Maybe. Let's give Kristen Scott Thomas the benefit of the doubt. So she said something silly. We've all said something silly. I get why we're upset with what she said. (laughs) It's not a good thing to tar an entire nation with the same brush. It's in fact largely frowned upon. <laughs> you know, yes, it's annoying when someone tells you how to live your life and it makes you feel a little bit judged, but that happens all the time at the moment in our life. There's Instagram all the time telling us how fabulous everyone else's lives are, and self help books constantly explain to you that they have the secret to your every happiness. No one has got the answer. Let's face it, no one has got it. So if the French want to wade in with a little opinion here and there, you know, fine. I find it more funny, all this stuff. I like the debate it sparks. I I think if we can learn things from different nations, why the hell not? They're very stylish and they have marvellous pastries. I love the French. (laughs) I think it's very true, but I just think it's this idea that if
1: you don't look like that that somehow you're not at all stylish or you're not
0: at all chic yeah but then people all dress differently every day I find whenever I read any magazine any book that suggests to me I might like for example to wear this season's flat I laugh at those articles and go this is not for me (laughs) I don't care if that's fashion at the moment it's not for me Jess I look at people who get away with high fashion I go this is fine that's for them it's not for me it is irritating when you're told no you are all failing ha look at these fabulous people but to be honest that's what the entire fashion industry really builds itself on isn't it yeah scott thomas lying in her cringy bath is obviously
1: ruining the day that she accused british women of being fat and
0: orange she's obviously ruining the day fat what did she call us fat and orange she's got me right (laughs) you have seen me today haven't you (laughs) I think she'd be pleased to see that I am wearing a Breton
1: top. Well actually you are looking quite brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It's got to you. But I do love it. I do love French fashion and you know it's something that I do buy into. I do think it's very chic and I'm definitely somebody who loves a Breton top as much as the next
0: woman. So hang on. So I'm just going to call you on this. So you are someone, you're an advocate of this way of life. You can pull all those faces that you want <laughs> Jessica Johnson. But you are the exact person that she's talking about someone should follow the french example you'll be happy look at you happy in your trench coat <laughs> in
1: my Breton on top
0: what i don't like is the kind of looking
1: down your nose and being a little bit haughty so still buy into looking the best that you can and if that means buying a fantastic pair of heels or a great breton on
0: top then that's great. By the way, you're obsessed with Brett on Tops. You've said a lot. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to compile and edit. (laughs) I am. I am going to give it to you as a Christmas present. (laughs) Brett on Tops. Brett on (laughs) Tops. I'm going to put a dance beat underneath it. I am. Can't wait. Doesn't everyone, come on, we all take all fashion or lifestyle advice with a pinch of salt. I know I do. I only care, honestly, in my heart, I only care about the opinions of people who I care about. So possibly because I'm in love with Chris and Scott Thomas, I do care whether she thinks I'm fat and orange in my mini skirt. <laughs> but, but if my mum turned around and said to me, "This look not working for you," if she recommends a breath on top in my direction, I listen to her. French women don't make dance music. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I finished On that bombshell. <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave this evening's uh What was it? <laughs> Le Rambel <laughs> <laughs> We are going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. We have next week a guest on of all the things. If you would like to like us on Facebook, because that's what people these days do, we have a page.
1: Find us on Facebook at the Handbags at Dawn podcast. Um, you can also find us on Instagram
0: and Twitter at Handbags Podcast. This is tremendous. Or you could send us an email. We are handbagspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in and we'll speak to you again next week. Bye. Bye capsule wardrobe of brett on tops and their brett on tops and their brett on tops. Definitely be somebody who loves
1: the on top and their breton tops and their brett on tops. I think she'd be pleased to see that I am wearing a breton top <laughs> and their brett on tops and their brett on tops. By the way you're obsessed with brett on tops. In my breton top, in my brett on top. Do you love French fashion? <laughs> I think it's very chic.